How's this for a statistic? 92% of people who set New Year's resolutions do not achieve them. Today, we're going to be talking a bit about the other 8%. Let's see where you fit in and how you can improve the odds. Good day and welcome to the Save Like Dave podcast, where we are on a mission to help you save and win with your money on almost any income level. Dave retired at 55, traveled the world, and lived abundantly, all while making well under $50,000 a year his entire career. Now it's your turn. Let's take your financial dreams to the next level. In today's podcast, Dave has an interesting story about the difference in thinking versus doing. Hello, friends. Thanks again for joining me on this podcast. And as Nate mentioned, we're going to talk a little bit about psychology, I guess you could say. And here's, here's what I want to talk about today is thinking versus doing. And to give you an example, I spend a ton of time dreaming and thinking about some incredible adventure that I want to do, you know, traveling across America in a van or hiking some mountains in Switzerland, maybe going to the most beautiful beaches in the Caribbean, those kind of things. I, I think I'm through a lot. I think and I think and I plan. I actually write things down. I research you know, where I'm going to go. I plan out what kind of gear I need to bring. I do all these things, but I'm actually not outside experiencing them. I'm planning for them. And sometimes I get into a mode where I'm always thinking and planning, but I never do anything about it. And that relates in the same regard to financially speaking. And that's my podcast is about finances, right? Yeah. And to that point as well, right? You can listen to this podcast. I mean, we're on episode 17 here and you can just keep listening to podcasts or reading articles or thinking about how you're going to be financially free and retire early or live the best life you want to live. But if you don't ever start doing some of these things, if you never start making those actions to increase the amount of money coming in, to increase the amount you're saving, to diversify your income sources, then you're just never going to get anywhere. That's right. And so to add on to that, if I'm in the mode of thinking about something or actually doing something about it, both are fine. You know, you need to have a plan. You need to have be thinking about it, but you also want to do something about it. And that's where the balance comes in. And this is the point. We need to make a commitment to do both of those things. You need to take the plunge. And for some of us, and again, I want to relate it to the financial side. Some of us, this is extremely hard. You know, you've never been a saver. I've never been able to save even $1,000 for emergencies. That's just like, Dave, that's impossible. I will never be able to do that in my income. Well, I'm here to tell you it's not impossible, but you have to have a plan. And so my suggestion is that to take action, when you leap off that cliff, one way to do it is have an accountability partner and have, them, have that person know that this is your goal. I want to have, example, $1,000 in the bank by the end of the year so that I have a cushion for when that emergency happens. I have a cushion to take care of that emergency and not put it on my credit card. That's one example. So here's another way to look at it. You can have all these plans, like I plan to swim out when I go to the beach, I plan to swim out to the dock, I mean out to the raft, 
and I just jump in the water and just start swimming. But if you don't have a plan, if you're not looking where you're going, you very well might miss the dock, right? It's just so important to have a plan, the thinking mode, and the doing mode. So how does this relate to you, or does it relate to you? Here's the solution I want you to do if you're struggling with trying to get ahead financially. Write down the goals. Write down what you want to do. Is it saving that $1,000? Is it buying your first house? Is it getting a new job that will pay you more money? Write down those goals. That will be the step in the right direction to get you where you want to be from a financial perspective. Again, both thinking and doing are good. Balance is the key. Yeah. And everyone's next step is going to look different as well, right? Because maybe someone says, I want to save for a home and I'm ready to stop renting. And they think, well, I'm not anywhere close to that. So writing down that goal is, I want to purchase a house within the next five years or within the next two years. And then, as you mentioned, the doing. Because if you miss the thinking, then you go through life, perhaps from one thing to the next without ever any real direction similar to the example you gave where you're just swimming, but maybe you're not reaching the dock or the boat that you're trying to get to. That's right. You're, you're not on the straight path that you're looking for. But at the same time, if you're just planning to swim to the dock, well, you're never going to get there unless you actually put in the actual work, the action to swim to get there. And that starts with one paddle at a time. Just a little bit here, a little bit there, that first step, then that second step, third step, It all piles on top of each other until you've reached that goal. That's right. Let me give you one more example to end off the uh, session today. And this is uh, one that's probably familiar to most of us, and that's to lose weight. So here's an example. I propose to lose 20 pounds by the end of the year. Is that a good example? Actually, it's probably not. It's not specific. And it's better to say, I will lose four pounds a month. I will do this by cutting out sugar, fast food, and I will walk 20 minutes every day. The goal also needs to be achievable. You don't want to say, I'm going to lose 40 pounds a month. I'm going to run an hour a day. Well, that's silly. That's not achievable. That's not what I'm talking about. We're talking about achievable but stretchable goals. There's another thing that I do that I find works for me is when I write down goals, I make a little box to the left of them. And some of you probably do that as well. When I finish that goal, I fill in that box. And that's my completed box. And I'll put that on a calendar or a list that I have. And for me, that's a great way to stay motivated. So for example, when I plan my day, I write down three or four or five things that I want to do that day. And I, I have that with me on my desk throughout the day. I look at it maybe once or twice, and I'll check off or fill in the box of those things that I did that day so I can clearly see if I achieve my goal for the day. Now, obviously, some days are better than others, but I find that really does help. And then let's just say there was one or two that I didn't get done that day. Well, guess what? That becomes a priority the next day, right? Yeah, that's so good. And kind of going back to my prior example of the goal of I want to buy a house. Well, how can you break that into smaller goals? You know, whether that means this month I'm going to save $100 each month or even maybe even breaking it down less. I'm going to save a dollar a day or I'm going to put $50 a week set aside in another account. And that small goal consistently 
kind of similar to what reminds me of a book that both Dave and I have read, Atomic Habits from James Clear. How can you make your goal and your plan into bite-sized chunks so that it is so easy that it's impossible not to complete? So for instance, say you want to start flossing. Well, why don't you just tell yourself, I'm going to floss for 30 seconds today. And just that small goal will make things a lot more achievable. Right. Perfect. Good example. And, and again, if you caught what Nate said, you know, if you just say, I'm going to floss, well, it's not near as good and probably not as successful as saying, I am going to floss for 30 seconds every night this week and write it down. And then when you do it, you check it off or you fill in the box like I do. You'll start to see changes in the way you succeed in some of these goals by doing that. So here's three points I want to emphasize with you today before we close. There is a balance between thinking and doing. If you're all thinking about all these wonderful things you want to do and have to do, thinking about your future, planning it all out, but you don't put any of it into action, you're not going to succeed. And on the other side, if all you want to do is go, 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 and do this, do that, but you're not planning, you're going to spend more than you should, or uh, it's not a healthy way to live. You have to have that balance. Now, change does not come easily, but with a plan, it can be done. And again, if you write it out, I'm telling you, that does help make a difference. And the last thing is accountability to someone can make a huge difference. It could be a family member or a friend. They can help you win with money. Yes, so good points there. And think about yourself. Do you struggle with thinking or do you struggle with doing? Well, if you're like me, maybe you struggle a little bit with both. Sometimes, you know, I fail to think through everything and plan out where I want to be. And there are other times where, well, I have all these plans and ideas similar to what Dave led off on where, you know, you got these trips and ideas and business ideas, but then the actual execution of it and the actual doing gets lost along the way. And perhaps that because we haven't put it into bite-sized chunks to get it done consistently over time. Yeah. And I think that's, for me, that's the, the key point that many people have a challenge with is they want to do good things. They want to succeed. And They plan and plan and think through it, but they don't take action on it. They don't take that next step. So by writing it down, planning it out, then taking action, you're going to start to win. And so my goal for you today is to pick one thing from a financial perspective that you could do today to help you on that journey to become successful as a financial winner. Exactly. So what do we want you, the listener, to take action on? All right. How badly do you want this? You have to want to win in your finances so badly that no object or person is going to get in your way. Take charge today and win with money. Yeah, that's exactly right. And, uh, you know, ultimately the greatest competitors are the ones that want it the most. Sure, they're talented, but what you're not seeing is how hard they work to get to where they are. So change that mindset. Tell yourself you are going to reach that goal and then set up plan in your thinking mode and then also get in doing mode to take that action. So that wraps up today's episode. On the next session, Dave is going to talk about two financial things you don't have to do to win with money. So this will be interesting. These are two things you don't have to do to win with money. 
So what is today's scripture verse, Dave? All right, today's scripture is Proverbs 21, 5. The plans of the diligent lead to profit, as surely as haste leads to poverty. <laughs>